What's up, guys? Our Wrestling Podcast back at you with another episode. This is Dave Vicious along with Justin Total Package, Craig the British Bulldog, and Joe and Cuz Rob this week bringing you our perspective on the world of professional wrestling. No inside sources, no ties to the industry, just stories from the diehards sharing opinions with you. Can someone feed me today's topic? In your house, dose. The dose. second ever in your house. Uh, there was a lot of in your houses. This was the second one. <laughs> you don't get three hours. You get two hours. You get an off calendar pay per view. It's like you, you pay a little bit less. Uh, what you weird. say, Craig, is uh, it has a lot of weight to it because, like, this was WCW kind of pushed the envelope of like we're going to do a pay per view sure. uh, at least ten months out of the year, and people are like, "What? That'll never work. That will fucking never work." Turns out it saturated the fuck out of the market, but at the time, <laughs> it like, work. it was fine. <laughs> And then, so WWF said, okay, we want to compete with that, but we don't know if we want to do a full three-hour pay-per-view every month yet. So they created, in May of 1995, they did the first In Your House, which instead of three hours was only two hours. Because they were dying and almost at their most contracted and at their worst, like... Ever, but it was the yeah. only solution they had. Yeah, so they, 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 it brought in more revenue, and so instead of a three-hour pay-per-view, they did a two, and instead of charging you thirty bucks for it or twenty-four ninety-nine, they only charged you fourteen ninety-nine for it. So, so who's, not like gonna who's not going to get that? Who's not going to do that? That was that was the hope. That was the. <laughs> That's it. Uh, that was the thing. I think, I, I, I think I think it had some success. We'll, we'll jump into it. Well, yeah. yeah, I think that it was not a bad idea, especially in nineteen ninety-five. A lot of people forget that uh, American wrestling sucked. In 1995. <laughs> hey, I'm yeah. really bad. Yeah. And this this particular pay per view was kind of gimmicky. Uh, it was in Nashville. Uh, Jeff Jarrett and Rhodey had a first live performance. There was a lot of connections. Uh, they did it well. They sold it well. Um, just yeah. watching it on the build up. So I'm sure it was it was done well on pre build up. We're going to jump into all Just jump into this fucking fast. Audio fans. So the, so the main event was... Oh, hey. Give us a listen to Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeart, And I give it a solid... Yeah, you know, just let me just say that I think... On YouTube and our wrestling channel. And just on social media, give us a follow Instagram or Twitter at OWB2019 or on Facebook at Our Wrestling. Yeah, 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 but Dave, 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 No. Dave, just jump... Let's just jump into this fucking mud fest. We are going to jump into it. Ninety thousand people, Titan Stadium, nineteen ninety-five, May fourteenth. People. <laughs> okay, huh? let's do this over. July third, nineteen ninety-five, Nashville, Tennessee, at the Nashville Municipal Auditorium. We have an attendance of six thousand four hundred and eighty-two. That shit was not sold oh, out. Bro. Okay, I got most of that right, though. Yeah, I got most of that right with a buy rate of two hundred and eighty thousand. That's where it kind of makes more sense. Well, with that fourteen ninety-nine, which I think Nowadays, can, come, people would, people would kill for that. Sure. Yes, right. and but coming off King of the Ring, I think before that, yeah, one hundred and fifty thousand buy rate was their lowest in company history. So they were at the fucking bottom of the barrel at this point. Yeah, yeah. it was it was getting tough. So fourteen ninety nine worked, I guess, for the second yeah. pay per view. Would you say it worked? Sure. Yeah, I, I think I think it, I think it was helping things out a little bit. It probably did what Vince needed to do for the time to kind of stay afloat, is what we'd argue. Vince McMahon, by the way, is announcing along with Jerry the King Lawler. Oh, my. Oh, my. We had a different ring announcer. I don't know who that was. I couldn't find it. I'm sorry. It's fine. Nobody cares. Um, 
<laughs> Jess, can you do me a favor and huh? talk about who our champions are on both sets of major products in the U.S.? You don't have to do this. Uh, oh, so WCW, uh, the world heavyweight champion was <gasps> oh, Lex Luger. Hogan. <laughs> Lex Luger. Hulk Hogan was the boring WCW champion. Who wrestled this night, by the way. Mm -hmm. The United States uh, heavyweight champion was Sting. The Aww. world tag team champions, for whatever odd reason, was Dirty Dick Max Montoya, House Buck. Wait, what? And the <laughs> that's worse than what you said, Craig. Yeah, then what the fuck? The and the television champion was the goddamn Renegade. Oh my gosh, what a horrible time! Yeah, and then they went out of business. <laughs> Just kidding, they didn't. No, well, five years later, right? Match number one. The roadie defeated the one, two, three kid in seven minutes and 26 seconds. I give the match a C. The wrestling is not bad, but I'm not a fan of continuously going back to Double J throughout the match. And by the way, <laughs> and by the way, the pile we'll driver from the top later, rope. Actually, was, but we'll talk yeah, we're going to talk that about that in depth. Yeah. I'm going to let you guys do that. But the pile driver on the top rope was extremely sloppy and dangerous. I just had to get that Thank out. You. It scared the crap out of me. Oh, look at this move, McMahon. Oh, driver. Way up above, and hopefully the kids make it. That is it. The winner of the match, the Roadie. Thank you. Go ahead. I gave it. Uh, I gave it a C plus. Uh, I would have given it a B minus if that pile driver was clean, but it was sloppy as shit. That's like if you're if you're gonna do a move like that, especially with somebody who was inexperienced as Road Dog here, who wow. was ro very rawly talented, but they were just trying to introduce him here. They were trying to separate him as like Jeff Jarrett's roadie you know, get him in singles competition because we're yeah. going to talk about it later. It was supposed to develop into a program with the roadie versus Jeff Jarrett. I give it a, I give it a B minus. I liked it. Wow. Uh, they, they botched at the beginning. Wow. The first sequence, I don't know how much they'd wrestle together, these but the are, first 30, the first 30 seconds, I was like, Oh shit. Uh, it was yeah. not great. Uh, he missed like a leapfrog and got caught. The I wouldn't say it was, I wouldn't say it was an A plus bar burner to open it up, but no. it very much this entire. And by the way, I'm just gonna sorry, Dave. I'm gonna set the table just for the whole event. They're in Nashville, Music City. Uh, I think I'm gonna do a little spoiler here. It's a two pronged event to make Jeff Jarrett, and to also be okay with Jeff Jarrett losing the IC title later on in the event. And well, I yes, I just thing, spoiled this. This whole thing was supposed to lead into the roadie and Jeff going their separate ways and feuding. So it was all like this was all made up to like Jeff Jarrett is going to sing uh, back with my baby tonight tonight and he wrestles uh, yeah. Shawn Michaels for the IC title and you get to open up with Rhodey. So you've got a couple storylines here a lot of and it's in there. Nashville where the crowd is working and you have Todd Pettengill in the crowd asking hey, complete hey, rednecks whether they yeah. like the song or not. Did you, did you know it was in Nashville? Did you know that? I did. <laughs> they forced it down my throat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. that. I go ahead. Go on. Yeah, go I'm ahead. Great. I'm, I'm just trying to set the table. You're doing great. You're doing great. I think I overset it. <laughs> There's too much food on the table. Oh, match number two: Men on a Mission, King Mabel and Sir Mo defeated Razor Ramon and Savio Vega in a tag match within ten minutes and nine seconds. I give it a C plus. It's a little better than I thought. I really expected Mabel to be really bad here, and I didn't realize that. Mo is really the horrifying wrestler that he is. He is worse than King Mabel. I don't care what anybody says. Go back and watch him step from 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 ringside to ringside, and you'll you'll see it. It's he is terrible. He is absolutely terrible. Um, 
I, I just I, I couldn't get over that. But what I can tell you is that <clears throat> there were some really big moves from Razor and Savio Vega kind of saves the day. That's why it's not less than a C plus for me. Uh, Savio Vega and Craig, you've talked about this forever. I know Jess, you, you also agree. Savio Vega was so underrated. Um, there was just some, he didn't get a chance to do much here, but when he did things, I was like, damn, that guy was good. So good. Um, C plus for me. Sorry, go ahead. We have a Freebird interviewing five of Diesel's Lumberjacks for like no reason. Hey, I don't know speaking of assholes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Doc. Your name's Doc now. That's cool. You're a Freebird. Doc Whatever. Hendricks. Doc Hendricks. And then uh, Jeff Jarrett actually comes in to sing his song, <laughs> Be My <laughs> Baby Tonight. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Double J. And does, uh, and does like by a, the way, does like I'm a gonna three minute segment. cut promo before he sings it. It's so much bullshit. I'm, just, what? I'm sorry. What are you talking about? It he is. literally comes in and cuts a promo before he sings a song. It uh, and it does take <laughs> forever. I will say it's so funny. I kept thinking of Joe this entire time because he hates Jarrett. <laughs> and like, I really wanted uh, when before I knew he was not going to be on this particular episode. Like, I was like, oh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drill him with how great Jarrett is here. And then like, <laughs> he's cutting the promo and he won't fucking stop. And I'm like, just stop talking. Just he's sing like, the song. I'm the world's just greatest sing singer. The world's greatest wrestler. And I was like, oh, my <laughs> God. Like, he just wouldn't stop. Like, just go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to this. You're nervous. Admit it. Me? I'm I'm nervous? Yeah, you got to be. Now, don't you forget. Get that big all over your face. double F. J-A. Double R-E. Double T. Well, he can Double sing. J. Jeff Jarrett. And he the can spell. The world's greatest entertainer. The world's greatest wrestler. And you're fixing to find out the world's greatest singer. <laughs> Then he sings the song, and then we get a SummerSlam advertisement, and then Tom Pettengill interviews the crowd. In my opinion, this is way too much between matches. You want to cool off a crowd? This is what you do. Like, so the whole thing he, is here. He sings bad. with my baby tonight. Uh, it's obvious that he's lip singing. But, but uh, I think they do a good job of making you do, waver between is he or isn't he. Yes, they did a great job with it production-wise well. to make you think that, okay, it's not Jeff Jarrett, but who is it? So later on, when they throw in the whole – well, later on after we'll talk about what happens. Um, the, the, what was supposed to happen was the roadie was supposed to stand forward and be like, it's me. I'm the one that can sing. I did <laughs> a song for him. I've been the one this whole time that's been like recording all of his songs, blah, blah, blah. Like and then it was going to be a big feud between the two that was supposed to last for a while, but uh, we'll yeah. we'll talk about it after the Shawn Michaels match. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Match number three: Bam Bam Bigelow deserves better, but defeats Henry Godwin in five minutes and thirty three seconds. It is a D for me. Bam Bam Bigelow doesn't get any of his top moves off. The finish is just Godwin missing a top rope maneuver and Bam Bam rolling him up. I would prefer a squash for Bam Bam. And that would get me a higher grade than what I just gave it right now. I, I gave I, it a, I gave it a C minus. Both guys were fucking blown up like two close. minutes in. You saw Bam Bam Bigelow with his mouth open, breathing or whatever, and like this shit got sloppy. They these were two guys that wrestled semi similar, even though Hog Farmer wasn't like a high flyer like Bigelow per se. But like it just wasn't. It, 
It just wasn't meant to highlight Bigelow. Can you believe that Bam Bam Bigelow three months before this main evented WrestleMania 11? And this is what they're doing to him. This is what they're doing to him. All because he didn't want to play the click politic games in the back. That this is exactly why he was super talented. Bam Bam Bigelow. The click ran him down the card. They were afraid of him. Here we go, and oh! Yeah, they were afraid of him, and it, that's they didn't like. And and he was vocal in the back about not caring about Shawn Michaels and Diesel. Bam Bam had no problem saying like, "Fuck those guys." I don't care like about the click. Stuff. Just put me where you want to yeah. put me. Right. Match number four: Shawn Michaels defeats Double J, Jeff Jarrett, along with Rhodey for the Intercontinental. <laughs> Twenty minutes was the longest match on the card. This was Shawn Michaels' third IC title win. I give it a B plus. I think it's the best match on the card. Uh, Joe would be very upset with me, but it's what I think. No. Uh, no. This match had everything from great interference by the roadie, high aerial maneuvers, good storytelling. Uh, Sean and Double J, they had multiple reversals and reversals on pins and a fairly decent finish to Jess's point, which is supposed to push the storyline to roadie and Double J after. B plus for me. You guys take it. Go ahead. I'll just simply, I'll give it an A. Um, okay. Probably too high. I'm being stingy. On he does the he does the backdrop in and out of the ring on Sean oh early yeah. in the match. Yeah. Early in the match, and uh, they they have fantastic chemistry together. Sean is 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 an ultimate asshole here. You can just tell he's abso it, absolutely right? full like dick mode. Oh, uh, everything he did, and and by the way, he pulled off every spot perfectly. He, yeah, he would do a little pose like I know, I know. I'm yeah, gonna, like yeah, he just <laughs> yeah. That's Sean. He, like, when, look at this picture behind me. Like, that's his ultimate, just kind of <laughs> shit eating. Like, I, I know I'm the, the shit. Man. I don't care. He's about he, he eight was months the before. Best performer in the United States in '95. He's eight months from getting like the Brett. title, the Boyhood Dream stuff of WrestleMania 12, and he's just his absolute worst ego wise, probably. Um, <laughs> his best friend was world champion, buddy, and now he just won the IC title. They're fucking living high on the hog on the worst period in professional wrestling but you know, in the United States. But him and Jeff have similar styles, and they worked really well together. I don't know if they liked each other. I got the sense they kind of didn't, but it didn't matter. They put on a fantastic No, they did. Jeff's so, you know, because Jeff's a son of a promoter, and I don't mean to cut you off, but, like, Jeff's a son of a promoter, and that's where Joe and I differ, is Joe really doesn't like Jared. I'm like, Joe, Jared's fucking great. Like, there's, you know, he struggled with his character, and you may not have liked the Double J character, because it was a Honky Tonk Man ripoff. I do totally understand that. It's a Honky ripoff combined with a Ric Flair ripoff. Yeah, so I understand that, that maybe Jeff, but his work ability, Jeff Jarrett is a great worker, and he always has been. He's such a fucking athlete. That His fucking standing dropkick is second to none. Like, Jesus Christ. You're right. There's a portion where they're they're working really hard. They should be gassed, and he hits him out of nowhere with a standing dropkick in this match. And and I went, oh my god. How did he do that I give it. All that I work. give it. This, I agree with Craig. I give it an A. Uh, the only reason why I didn't give it an A plus was because there was a spot where th- that Jeff Jarrett powdered out and was going to leave, and Sean joined in with the ref counting him out. And I'm like, why like would you either. want that? You're not going to win the IC title if he gets counted that out. Did play Jarrett should just take the, the count out. Well. 
Yeah, and then Jared can't, walked back Sean in like, should have oh, went and got him, yeah. in my opinion. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And that's why I, I felt like Jared, I, I remember that why would, why would Jared not want to get counted out at that point? It's and weird. do you know why you get an A out of this? It's because Sean is going over. Y yes. Meaning well, that, like, if Sean was not going to go over, and Sean has a wonderful record of destroying people, oh, I see destroying people's moments in their hometowns. Yeah. And this was Jared's night. And, he, and his trade-off for losing the IC title was you're going to get to sing and have Todd Bettingill talk to the crowd and say how amazing you were, and they all buy into the fact that you were singing, but you're still going to lose. But it's still the same like Davey Boy losing to Sean in England or what have you or whatever, and that's when Sean gives his best. Like so that's why It would have been a B-minus if Sean would have lost. I, I better be reversed. Hey, wait a minute. One of you guys talk, touched on it, uh, or Craig, I think, did. The backdrop over the top rope was like, oh, fuck. yeah. Like, I was like, I'd never seen anything they like that. They shouldn't be doing that. I'd only seen be, Macho Beyond Man the do... post. It, it wasn't, and it wasn't yeah. over the middle of the ring. It was over the post. Yes. Ma and Macho Man used to do it from the middle of the ropes, but he clearly hung on when he went over. It's still a brutal bump when Savage did it. Yeah. But Sean got back Sean, over Sean the is letting go, post. clearing the post in the corner. Over the post. I've never seen anything like that. It, I remember a, watching that match live in 95. Jess, going, that's a good, that's a good like in my opinion, two feet higher. Um, than what Macho did. Yeah. Because He's, you've uh, got to make sure you clear the post. It's really everything, scary. Everything, every spot they did, everything And just did, by the way uh, on that, he was Sean really is in peak, he's in his peak physical shape. Sure. His well, ass, well, his legs, whoa. his chest. Wow. He's stacked. <laughs> like, he's not... He 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 is in the prime of his life physically. Here. He looks fantastic. And Jarrett man. was too, and and every time Jarrett took control, I never like Jarrett was. Yeah, he's so good. Like it and, wasn't it wasn't an issue. The, everything flowed well. You know? they, yeah, neither guy was worried about putting on yeah. a good match. They just meshed in. They were like clay that just, just meshed knew, into each I other. I think they like, just they knew, knew they were yeah. going to. And that's how. And good you know Jared what? Is. They had this like moment like. They didn't rush it in the beginning. It was very slow in the beginning, and it didn't matter. Like it was this almost like yeah. Undertaker, Sean, Triple H, Sean. It was like they were enough experience to know like we're just going to slow this down. It was like uh, really they, they feeling each other out early. It was a lot. It was a lot of fun. Crowd back to life when at the right time. So the story. So was the actual the gimmick was after uh, Sean wins, uh -huh. he was going to leave. Uh -huh. And then Jeff Jarrett and the roadie were going to break up in the middle of the ring. And Jarrett was going to blame him. Oh, you suck. And you didn't protect me. And that's why I lost the title. You ruined my big night, my big moment. Before the event, according to everybody else in the back in WWF, as far as Bruce Pritchard, Vince McMahon, Pat Patterson were all concerned, Jeff Jarrett and the roadie were all aboard with them breaking up. That was the progression of the storyline. That's what Vince wanted to do. Jeff Jarrett and the roadie both said behind the scenes, sounds good to us, Vince. What Jarrett did was Jarrett went to uh, a roadie behind the scenes saying, they're breaking this up too soon. I don't agree with it. Like, we need to blend this out. Like, we have a lot of heat right now. 
I can lose to Michaels. I'll blame you, but I don't want to break up with you yet. Like, Jarrett, I think, wanted to stretch it more towards Mania 12. and But Vince is like, no, we're going to do it now. So I guess after that match, Jarrett told the roadie before they did the match, when I, when I lose to Michaels, we're rolling out, we're powdering the fuck out, we're going to have our bags packed, and we're out of here. And uh, that's exactly what happened. So they did. I don't know if they showed it on this pay per view, Dave. Do you do you have a segment yes. of of yes, Michael Hayes Doc. trying to uh, Doc Hendricks trying to yeah? So there's the fight. two things that happen. So Sean is interviewed with his buddies in the back yeah. after the victory to sling more T-shirts. Don't forget of course, that. Of course. But Jared um, does stay in the ring during um, Sean's celebration, just sitting there. Yeah, Brody's well, trying Sean to pull him out, leave, but yeah, doesn't. Sean was supposed to leave, and then after he left, they were going to face off, and he's going to be like, "You cost so me you, my so, match." So uh-huh. he, but that way he could argue that Sean wouldn't leave the ring, so we just left. Yeah. So um, I think it's really smart. Okay, that's that's, that's very to. interesting. Yeah. Because yeah. so, all I know is Sean versus Brett get that piece of shit out the ring. Sean likes his moments uh, exactly. by himself. Sean probably stayed. So if Jarrett long. was in the ring, there was no, something was, coming after. It was after all planned. Jeff Jarrett just literally didn't listen to Vince. Yeah, yeah I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, but Doc Hendricks is literally out of his mind with nobody around, saying he saw Double J. Yeah. Get into an so, altercation. Yeah, with they were going to break up in the ring and then they were yeah. going to brawl into the back. So they had to yeah. spot this, right? Yeah. So Hayes, it was like they didn't know where they were. Like even Bruce Pritchard said he was in Gorilla. He's like, I didn't know where the fuck Jarrett was. So I'm screaming in my head, like, where the fuck are they? Where the fuck are they? Why did they leave? So then they had to scramble and do Doc Hendricks do his little improv going, I just, you wouldn't believe what I just saw. Like in the whole thing. Yeah. Like, that was but he did, why he, he did so that great, by the way. He just, no, he just they overdid it. Up. 200%. I remember watching it live and not knowing anything was wrong ever until Jared just was not on television anymore. Yeah, like that's they just didn't like. Yeah, it was crazy. my impression so, of Michael Hayes at that backstage interview is just like uh, Jared said something, Rodak said something, Rodak hit him. Jared fell. The words were exchanged. You don't want to hear the words they said. Yeah. They're behind their back. Right I'm trying now. to get you I don't more. Know what's man. going on? Oh, back there. I'm on the door. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. Not yeah. seeing anybody. And so, and, and so, Macy. So, if we didn't know what we knew now, like you, it it looked like a regular wrestling segment. But no, yes. Jared and and Road Dog were supposed to have this whole five minute segment after Michaels left on pay per view. Splitting up live. God, I'm that, glad they, it was too early. I'm glad they didn't. Well, Jared, that was Jared said. Jared said that he absolutely voiced his disapproval. But when Vince says no, you go okay. But Jared's just like, I'm gonna leave. You know, we always talked about uh, we respected Rick Rude and and other people in the past of just Why don't being you able to be Jared like, the same way? fuck you, Vince. Jared was the same way. He's a son of a promoter, so he knew when a promoter was fucking ribbing him or draw this shit out. Yeah, my dad told, would draw the shit he out. He told Vince, he's like, dude, I, we can get another six months out of this shit. Don't break us up yet. And Vince is like, nope, we're gonna break you up. That's what we want. And so I think. That Jarrett was even afraid that like Road Dog was going to go over on him, which I think would might have happened. And so I think Jarrett's like, "You're going to fucking kill me. You spent this whole year building the Jeff Jarrett gimmick, then you bring the roadie in at just the beginning of the it. year, and and just to kill it, and then kill me." And I think Jarrett was he acted like he protected. He loved uh, Road Dog, by the way. They've been great friends, and uh, sure. he saw from the beginning. He's like, he has so much charisma. He has so what what everybody wished Brad Armstrong had. This road dog had in the Armstrong family. And so I think that they were always kind of like, well, Brad was a a much better wrestler, but road dog was learning, but his charisma, he always said, he's like, dude, Brian had like the best charisma. Like he had, he was, he had it. He would walk into a room and everybody would shut the fuck up and listen to him and laugh and all that stuff. So Jared's like, 
like he had it from the start. He's like, I felt that it was too early. And Jarrett also said he liked to smoke the 420. They were drug testing at the time. He's like, you're going to put this guy in a feud with me and potentially go over. But I have to tour around the horn with him and put him over. He's going to test positive for a drug. I'm going to get fucked and I'm no. going to be on the outs. And so that also, Jarrett said that played into it. I, that's I, bullshit. Craig, I agree with you. But I was, yeah, that's what Jeff said on his podcast, that he was more afraid of, A, he thought the angle was premature. B, he also thought that if Brian fails a drug test, what are they going to do with Jarrett? Jarrett, no. like, I'm done. I'm dead in the water. Like, if they do that. Like, my, you exposed me for a fake singer. I, I, I you, think it's more you, about him going over on Jarrett, to your point. Yep. I, agree with that. I, I think that as well, because he's a promoter's son, right? Like, so sure. he knows. Yeah. He's a dude. He's the only, one of the only two dudes that ever held up McMahon for hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. Well, you know, but in this situation, he's right. Are, are you don't blow it up this like, night. Yeah. Like you, you, that crowd fully believed that um, Jarrett was that Jarrett was singing that song, and Road Dog accidentally did that move at the end, and um, Doc Hendricks teased that like thing. But you could have gone that forever, like. Yeah. And was, then, like, yeah. the angle of, like, Road Dog saying, I'm the one that look, sung look your song. Look at Virgil and DiBiase. Remember when they finally broke Virgil up? The crowd, when he hit DiBiase with the million-dollar belt, that place went fucking And they worked nuts. that for months. Where, where well, they worked it for months, but then they Virgil. also, they they played on, like, their three- or four-year relationship that they had leading up to it. Yeah. So it was just amazing. And this was, yeah, this was rushed. I agree he, with Jeff. It was Monk. too early. Yeah, you, well, you can even look at. But I also today. agree that Jeff had the promoter's glasses on because he's a son of a promoter. Yes, and he was just like he's a smart dude. He's like, you're going to bury me, and I don't, I don't, I'm not cool with that. Like, I, yeah. he's I, also I, an I, asshole that hurt my feelings. All right, yeah. well, there you go. <laughs> he talked to you for an hour. You should like respect that. So that was nice bitch. No. Anyway, after, after so that that's what happened. That was the whole thing behind this match. However, this match was fucking amazing. Like there Sean and uh, yeah. Jarrett was fantastic. Yeah. And you know what? It's indicative. It is what I want to see out of an Intercontinental Championship match. It's what we've yeah. all grown up to know. Uh, match number five. Owen Hart and Yokozuna with Mr. Fuji and Jim Cornette defeated the allied powers of Lex Luger and the British Bulldog, David Boy Smith, to retain the WWF Tag Team Championship belts in 10 minutes and 54 seconds. I might have the higher grade, I feel like, here, because I gave it a B-. It was good performance nope. by Owen, for sure, and David Boy Smith... Did a great job of just just his ring work and and reversals. It, it, I was I was totally I couldn't believe uh, David Boy was doing like the ring flips, you know, off the hold and reversing the hold. I was like, man, David can do a lot of stuff at like 260, 280 pounds. It's pretty impressive. But they make up for the subpar work of Luger and the slowness of Yokozuna. He's at his heaviest or almost at his heaviest here. Uh, and the finish was great in the last two minutes. By the way, uh, did you guys get scared when Owen didn't rotate on the? back just that back body drop i thought he was gonna die yes i got yes. so scared um yeah why so fall in your head minus, but that, that, that's the notes i have sorry go ahead well that this this stopped me from giving the match a b i gave it a c plus uh i put yeah, I very sloppy in parts like the backdrop yeah. is what i cited like one of them were like either owen didn't know what he was doing or Davey he didn't, didn't rotate that's for sure uh yeah either way that was scary-ish um I really questioned too. I'm like, why the fuck are they going to give Luger and Yoko the hot tag? And but Luger yeah. didn't fucking shit the bed on that. And uh, the last he was good on the hot tags. He was bad on the last else. sixty seconds. Yeah. Were was fucking hot as fuck. 
I have good. to say. Like the crowd was fucking on their feet. The announcers were right I, there. There you go, uh, Jess. I was ready to crap on finish. it until that. And, yeah, surprise until finish they that you know uh, Yoko goes over Luger relatively clean, and I was like, oh shit! Like, but I gave it a C plus because I thought it was sloppy overall. It really was. Like I expected more out of Owens' interaction uh, with Davy Boy and Luger, and it just didn't. I'm not, and I'm not shitting on him. It just it was it was they they relied on more spots where Yoko fell back and crushed Owens' foot, and they pretended they had dissension. That was and, funny. You know. I, that was funny, yeah. That was funny and everything. So I think they relied on stuff like that because they're following that amazing match that we just saw with Sean and Jarrett. So like, I, I felt they did what they could. I gave it a to C give plus. it a, to give it a C plus B minus after that match. I don't mean, yeah, to, I don't mean it, I don't mean that in a bad good. way. I just it was sloppy, but go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Oh no, that was the opportunity for your consolation. No, no, no. A gallant effort on the part of the Allied Powers. Owen Hart and Jim Cornell, the American spokesperson, along with the manager, Mr. Fuji, gleefully exclaiming victory here. Yes, look at this. They still are WWF Tag Team Champions. <laughs> All right. Uh, by the way, we get a pitch of the WWF hotline, which is only a dollar forty nine a minute. Ladies, fuck and that. By the way, call every match. Thanks, Vince. <laughs> there you go. You money hungry fucking dollar pay per view and rate me on the shirts. And they and, yes, sixteen bucks here, dollar forty nine a minute, and pay sixteen bucks for the pay per view. Thank fuck you. that guy. All right, final match of the night. Diesel retains his WWF championship against Sid Vicious. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Can I go first? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, in a lumberjack match that lasted ten minutes and six seconds, please, Craig. you're stepping into D minus territory here. It no, feels like we're nothing not. was planned. That's why I want to go first. Oh, sorry. You, oh, I can stop. My bad. You go ahead. I, I can give you my stuff. <laughs> I gave it a C. What? Uh, <laughs> because you Sid stopped for- me to give it a C. Yep. Is that what you're saying? Right Sid now? versus Diesel usually. I wouldn't watch it. I'd skip it, and I'd maybe say, like, hey, watched Craig. it, and I might have researched Meltzer's grade and give it, a, like, a star below. I watched <laughs> this. It was coming back off of Diesel's shoulder injury, if it was real. His elbow. Who God don't, who knows. Um, the interaction between all the Lumberjacks was comical to me. Uh, you could see the faces. You can always, like, see Shawn Michaels, like, mocking the people on their side, the heels. Um, for for no reason at all, Sid jumps into the uh, faces side <laughs> after like ten minutes side. after Diesel Diesel jumps in. But for some reason, it was better to me than just a regular kind why of does, Diesel. Why does that? Why does that make you happy? I'm like, why would you do that? I'm just gonna jump into the enemy side. I'm just if if I'm in World War II, I'm just gonna jump into the German trench and see what happens. I will say like, that what, it was just a little bit infectious. About? The crowd was hotter than it should have been. For a Diesel and Sid match, even though Sid to me looked lost in there and was like low energy, they had nowhere to go. But they were surrounded by lumberjacks. You because there was thirty like dudes, and, and because there was all the dynamics of thirty dudes, like um, I enjoyed it more right. than watching those two just like bump into each other and powerbomb each other and just. Oh! Um, <laughs> I gave this match a fat fucking f. <laughs> From the beginning, as soon as I saw Sean come out with Diesel, I was like, you uh-huh. fucking cocksucker. 
He's the uh, world champion. Why can't he come out by him? Why does he have to come out with you? I didn't even think you? that far back onto the match. That's so Why does he have to come out with you? That's you putting your shit on Sean. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what I mean. It it's still affects annoying. the match, though, yeah? And I'm sure they all talked about it in back, and they all whacked each other off, and Vince and him and the triangle whacked off. I'm gonna come out and support and, you. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm gonna come out with each other. Oh, yeah. Like, whatever. <laughs> like, whatever. Fine. Jesus. You, you want to push Steve Lo You want to push Diesel, and he's got to be your big world champion, but you need Sean to get him over. Okay. So put the title on Sean, then, you fucks. Like, what the fuck are you thinking? Happens eventually. They will. Anyway, they will. Yeah, they will eventually, and then that will <laughs> shit the bed, because they put Jose Lothario yeah. with him, and it's stupid. So, like, it's just, wow. uh, it's all dumb. The whole back is dumb. <laughs> the whole back is stupid in 95. They are all they have themselves to blame for being in the worst period in American wrestling history. Uh, so they come out there. The match is sloppy as goddamn fuck. Sid, <laughs> Sid and Diesel are awful with each other. They're awful. The boot was just fucking... It, what? I stood up and perfect. I was it's like, perfect. I'm done with this shit. Like, when he perfect. gave him a big boot... It wasn't even a proper big boot. Sid was already Dude, halfway have down. have you ever given back. a big boot to somebody? <laughs> Sid was already halfway down on the mat, knowing the boot was coming. He's like, "I'm gonna let me bump an hour before you even fucking get here." Like it was. Sid hard. was on was so saying. many somas or something. He was half speed. Watching, this. watching oh, those guys come off shit. the ropes too. I, I don't know how to explain. Was it. Was he it, trying it. to protect um, Diesel's shoulder? Like, uh, what was the deal? Uh, but this really screams, though, like just the interaction with Sid and Diesel and then later the interaction with Diesel and Mabel at SummerSlam just shows you, how much, I, better, just shows I, you how much better Hogan is than everybody. Could, oh, no. Oh, no, Wait, no, 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 no. You don't get to go there. You don't get to go there. You don't get to go there. Don't do that. When you can sell can the I, Philadelphia Spectrum in a house show with 18,000 people against Kamala. I get it. Hey, against Kamala. You should get it. Jess. But can I, everyone in that uh, during that lumberjack match, that's all they fucking had, other than Brett and Undertaker. Still got paid. <laughs> you had um, thirty people, and it was the worst of the worst. Like they're right. all like some serviceable, some fucking worse. Like I just had yeah. a moment where it was like, and I wanted to hate it, did, and I was just like, did, you should have hated it. it, Hogan, it was Hogan and Bundy, Hogan and Bundy put seventeen thousand people in on house shows. It's yeah, and Bundy minutes. was outside as a fucking lumberjack it's, it's, it's ten, ten years later. Every night. And you know what the difference was? The difference was Hogan can sell, and Diesel sucked, and that's the problem. Is Diesel didn't know how to sell. If Hogan, I, I can't, I can't. If Hogan was in this lumberjack match, I'm telling you, it would have been a C, and, and I'm not, I'm not going to be stupid and give it a B or an A. It would have been a C. And would Hogan would have crawled around, and he would have put his hand out to the crowd and went, "Help me!" And the person would, ah! he would have got, he would have gotten like God fifty ranks to the back. Right? Sid would have got Hogan would have not let anyone else interfere in the finish at all, and had him like on top forever. Okay, um, that worked. So, a lot. That worked really well. Like just two years before this. <laughs> yeah, but so, not I mean, not did, not for did. not for ten years in a row. Did anybody no, else did. notice? Did anybody no, else notice didn't. in this match, by the way? I know, I know Craig, a... do the math. 94, or 84, excuse me. 84 to 93 is nine years. That's pretty damn close to 10 years, and it worked. It was no, yes, point wrestling correct. Era. I'm thinking 95 to 2005. Oh, right, right, hope, right. Can you, right. this is going to get right. cut, right? I mean, yeah. this has nothing to do with what we're talking about. No, no I'm not. 
No, Jess and I never fight. We we don't tangle. Yeah, no, no, like this is fine. I'm talking about fighting. We're just, has, we're just talking. Has to do with relevance. We're talking. If you take if you take the guy, uh, why are we talking about 1983 right now? I'm just asking. well because they were no to, because they were trying to make Diesel that. That's why. Yes, and he, and he wasn't that. Okay, that's fair. And I was right, and Jess right. was saying Hogan could have pulled that off. Uh, Better. 84 to 95. Uh, Craig, I'm not saying it would have been a barn burner. I'm it would have been passable. Like it would have been passable. Uh, Craig, great, what? go. Overall pay-per-view grade. Hit it. How much? It was fun. For 1995, when they yeah. were at their fucking What's bottom, 14, Craig? There, there's, not, there's nothing, uh, almost nothing worse than the period they're at here. Um, I still really enjoyed it. Um, uh, perspectively, putting it in perspective. Right. I give it a B-. minus. Just, yeah, I don't like, think I. No, you're right. Like so, I I gave one match an A. I gave one match an F, and every other match fell in the C category. But I give the whole pay per view a B minus because I know that doesn't make any sense. But I I enjoy. No, it, it. does. Like, I it remember does. watching it going it like, okay, except for the main event, I was never offended. The main event offended me. <laughs> <laughs> I was offended, but God, we still kind of get into okay. But, yeah. but the Intercontinental right. Championship match, the one of the main marquee matches, more than delivered, so I was fine with that. The tag match was a great tag, not a great tag match, but a good tag match. It was fine. You said, and, and like the match. opening match was fine, and like everything was fine. Like, I but you did, you did not like the gimmick or how anything they tried to do around Sid and Diesel at all. No, with all thirty the guys around and like the, the faces saw, celebrating. No, I saw the I saw the attempt and what they did with the spots and then the million dollar corporation got in there and he beat him down one by one i was i, I understood all of it i was like none of this timed and out even none the end worked. even though you hated his reign to just try to push diesel no mm. no it sucked it all went downhill from here i think vince at this yeah. point and if you go forward a month later to diesel versus uh mabel was awful at SummerSlam. all of it just went to shit i think they vince after that pay-per-view was like yeah we're yeah we're gonna find a way to move we're on. dying we're, we're diving more dying. we're dying we can't do this for audio fans, give us a listen on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Google Podcast. Or watch our videos on YouTube at Our Wrestling Channel. On social media, can you do us a solid and give That's us a That's our boy right there. That's our boy. On, there he is. On Instagram or Twitter at OWB2019 or on Facebook at Our Wrestling Podcast. For Jess and Craig, this is Dave with the OWP signing off. Three amigos. Have a good one. Doesn't escort me, I don't like you, cowards. Do you got your name? This world is wrong.